inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And today, today, we're going to get some juice going, baby. You know, uh, just like good juice gets squeezed out of a good piece of fruit. Ladies and gentlemen, what happens when you get squeezed? You know, we're, uh, it's kind of like a sponge. You know, I use the example all the time. You know, if I was to uh, have a, a cup of Hawaiian punch uh, at your house on a table, and let's imagine you have a tile floor. If you don't, you know how to imagine. We do it every day. And I spill my Hawaiian punch on your tile floor. There is red punch all over your Hawaiian, um, all over your tile floor. So I go uh, under your sink because that's where you keep all your new sponges that are still in the wrapper. I take out a sponge out of its wrapper and I clean up my mess. When I go to that sink to squeeze that sponge, you expect for Hawaiian punch to come out of it because that's what I cleaned up with it. But same scenario. Now I have a brown soda. Okay. And so I knock over my brown soda all over your tile floor. And again, wanting to be the good guest that I am, I go under your sink because I know that's where you keep your brand new sponges. I grab a brand new sponge. I take it out of its wrapper. I clean up my mess. And when I go to that sink and squeeze that sponge, you would expect some type of brown liquid to come out of it. And then I would ask you, why would you expect that? And then you would say, because Mr. Black, that's what you cleaned up in the sponge, right? And then I would say, so what you're saying then is the only thing that can come out of that sponge is what's, what's in that sponge? Is that what you're telling me? And you would say, yes, sir. And then the moral of the story is this. The only thing that can come out of that sponge is what's in it. And what does that matter? Because in this story, we are the sponge. We are the sponge. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be joined by two powerful women. You know, in life, we are like sponges. We pick things up along our journey. You know, stuff gets detached to us. It it can become part of our journey. And when life gets out of control and we get squeezed, what comes out of us is what's in us. The key is to be aware of what's in you and what are you going to keep in you. And so today, I want to talk about, you know, squeeze like juice because... You know, if I was to give you a cup of uh, uh, orange juice, you would know without a doubt that I, at some point, had some beautiful uh, oranges and they were squeezed. And what came out of them, what was in them. If I had some apple juice and I gave you a nice glass of cold apple juice, you would know that at some point, at some point, I had some apples. And I squeezed them. And what came out of them was apple juice. At some point, right? If I gave you a cup of pineapple juice, you got it, right? At some point, somebody, somewhere, had to have a pineapple. And somebody, somewhere, had to squeeze that pineapple. 
And out of that pineapple, when it was squeezed, was what was its essence? What was in it? And that was pineapple. And ladies and gentlemen, we got to realize that when life puts pressure on us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. If we don't have love in us, love ain't going to come out. If we don't have hate in us, hate ain't going to come out. If we don't have a lack of trust in us, a lack of trust isn't going to come out. If we don't have bitterness in us, then the, lack, uh, then the bitterness isn't going to come out. And one thing I've learned is I, over the last 30 years, and more so really in the last about five, six, seven years, is that there's this low trust. And why does that matter? Because nothing great happens without commitment. Commitment is one of the six key words that we build a foundation on in Leadership Awakening. And you go to likeitmatters.net to read about that. Passion, vision, focus, commitment, purpose, team. But commitment has to do with trust. And people have been violated, people have been lied to, people have abandoned, and we don't even know what's up or down anymore. The Bible says in the end days, that's what's uh, stupid will be called wise, and what's wise will be called foolish. Here we are. We're now believing lies and propaganda, and we don't know if up is down or down is up. We don't know if left is right or right is left. We are so confused, and the reason that matters is because when people are confused, the least comes out of them, the worst comes out of them. Trepidation, hesitation. People sit down when they should stand up. People stand up when they should sit down. They don't know if they're coming or they're going. They don't know who they are, whose they are. They don't know why they're here or where they're going absolute confusion and one thing I've seen is there's a low trust why does that matter because trust and commitment go hand in hand how can someone trust you if they don't believe you're committed to them and how can someone commit to you if they can't trust you and what I've noticed in my classes where it requires 100% commitment heart body and soul and that's 100% because if I take away your heart I take away your body I take away your soul what's left nothing honey that's why it's called 100%. But what happens is we're getting squeezed in my class. And what's come out of them was what's in them. Low trust. No commitment. Why? Because people stopped letting people in a long time ago. Because every time they let somebody in, they just do damage. They just get taken advantage of. That person eventually just walks away. They, they just confirm that that person is not enough. And see, this is what I've learned over the years, is when people believe they're not enough, when you believe you're not enough, E-N-U-F-F, -F, then you are willing to settle for good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. -F. I'll say it once more, it's worth writing down. When people believe that they're not enough, not good enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough, not uh, driven enough, not endowed enough, not black enough, not white enough, not liberal enough, not conservative enough. When you're not enough and you get tired of being not enough, you are willing to settle for good enough, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that you're doing better than the guy next to you, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. -F. And it comes from the belief that I am not worthy. It's an identity issue you and what makes me worthy i believe is the price that god paid for me what shows your value is what's someone willing to pay for you and i'm only worthy under the use and guidance of the god who created me for who saved me who redeemed me who called me you know proverbs 22 6 says train up a child in the way we should go even when he is old he will not depart from it it's called good bones 
you know, the remodeling shows, the, the house renovation shows, the reality TV shows where people are flipping houses and people are making up a dream home. They say it's got good bones. What it's saying, that means the core is good. That's what God's saying. Train up a child in the way he should go. You put good bones in him. You put a good foundation. And this last class, I had people, all the class was from work I had done 12 to 20 years ago. I had a guy that was uh, sent to his mentee. Bill Jander went to my training 20 years ago, and then he's, he's uh, mentoring a young kid in his 30s, and Bill sent him from his effect of 20 years ago with me. Craig Hansen's my CFO, my controller, my 501c3. He went through my training 22 years ago while he was separating and saved his marriage. Now he's celebrating, I think, 30 years of marriage. Kim and Rod Johnson went through my training 14 years ago. Their son-in-law, who's CEO of Infinity Solar USA, went through this last weekend. And now he's lining up eight people to go right off the bat. Car medic, Dan Binkley, the founder, 24 years ago, went through my training. Since then, we, we've been training their people right when they come to the franchise. Now Derek Thane continuing. And today, we're going to be joined by two powerful ladies. One of the ladies, her mom, dad, uncle, aunts, even one of her nephews went through when she was younger, 14 to 16 years ago. And then we're going to have a woman who was on staff who's had her own heartache. Her and her husband, Chris, went through my training 12 years ago. Uh, and now here she is on staff making a difference. And what they're going to have in common is you're going to realize that when you got good bones, when you get squeezed like juice, then the good stuff that's in you is going to come out of you. So after the break, we're going to be joined by some guests. Stay tuned after these messages. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are so blessed because not only do you get me, but you're also going to get two powerful women. Uh, you know, I'm blessed because every single time I do a class, I get to meet people from all walks of life, all age groups, all income levels, all belief systems. And in 48 hours, we bring them together, total strangers, into familia, into a team. And uh, I walk intimately with them. In two and a half days, we get to know each other better than some people you might have known for 20, 30 years. 
Uh, and so I'm all constantly getting a brand new influx of people into my world, uh, constantly being able to speak love and life into them. Uh, and that's outside of the radio show that, it, you know, potentially millions could be listening on any given day. And so I feel very blessed. And like I said, what I've been doing, I've been doing for 30 years, and you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. But uh, uh, these next two individuals uh, have something in common with everybody that went through that class last weekend in, uh, uh, where was I, in Dallas. I was in Dallas. Uh, and what was so cool is all of those people that were in that class were referred by someone who had went through my class somewhere between 20 and 20, uh, 12 and 20 years ago. Now, why that matters, because we're talking about living a significant life. And the cool thing about this first young woman is she is a rocket science. I use that term lightly. She's not really a rocket science, but she does programming AI. I mean, she uh, she's driven. She's got a, her master's degree at a very young age on her own. Uh, one of the brightest students. She now has her own consulting firm that she consults with the University of Berkeley. She's a, a powerful young lady uh, who up until recently uh, was living in a lot of fear and a lot of doubt. And uh, that's not who she is in a 48 hours. She got a chance to kind of get in touch with who she really is. Uh, and that's a brand new journey that she's taken as a young woman. So let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Janelle to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Janelle? I'm doing good. How are you, Mr. Black? I'm doing awesome. Now, let's be honest, Janelle. Wouldn't it be cool to start every morning with applause like that, right? Wouldn't it be cool? Let's be honest. And every, every day you woke up, people, yeah, Janelle's up. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> very nice. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, I, I feel pretty good. So um, you kind of grew up uh, with Like It Matters. My former company called Empower You, uh, seamless transition to Like It Matters in 2012. But you kind of grew up with that, right? Your your mom and dad been through my training, your uncle. So you knew of Like It Matters when you were younger, correct? Or Empower You, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's true. Like almost almost all the adults in my life went to well, like it was called Empower You at the time when I was about twelve or thirteen and now I'm twenty six. So, um I knew about you guys a long time ago. Yeah, and you said you had one of your nephews or something go through my teen class too, correct? Yeah, my cousin. Um my cousin your went cousin. he's four years older than me, so I was probably thirteen okay. and he might have been seventeen and he went to the teen class and so I I attended his graduation. Um, yeah, so, like, so yeah. you've seen it. And you've seen it. Not only that, at graduation, your mom and dad, who are both teachers, your dad's a university professor, uh, and your mom's a high school uh, teacher. And to hear Jerry and hear Michael talk about how they use my training this day, 14, 15 years later, and your mom, how she sets as a foundation, I got to tell you, it was such a reward. Uh, it put such a smile on my heart. And uh, you grew up around it. So so you got to be honest with me. What, what brought you to my training? I mean, why, after all? All this time, what, you're 27, correct? 26, I think, 26? Yeah, 26. Okay. Uh, so what took you so long? What, why now? What, what brought you to my door? Well, I guess, well, my dad didn't recommend, he recommended me going like about a month or like six weeks ago or something. And um, I guess, you know, I've just been kind of struggling in life a little bit more recently and... I always knew that one day I would go to empower you, but my I guess my dad had just never brought it up. So he brought it up recently and and signed me up to go. And then I came on September first. So 
Yeah. That's right. So you got to be honest with me, Janelle. Five minutes uh, into class. You know, we're going out. It's five minutes into it. It's Thursday night. We just started class. Uh, chair number one just got up to do their first activity. What are you thinking? What's going through your head? Did you think you could do it? Were you overwhelmed? I mean, what was going through your head? Yeah, it wasn't anything like I expected. Like, everyone that went to your training 14 years ago that I knew, they came back and they loved it and wanted to send everybody. And my grandma had always said, oh, the class was fun. Like, it was just a fun experience. <laughs> but then when I, got, when I got to the class, um, I was like, this isn't fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the fun at? Did I miss the fun line? Yeah, did I miss the fun line? I'm sorry, I got in the wrong line. I'm looking for the fun line. Is, did, is that in this room? You know? But uh, looking back, you know, you're a smart woman. You're a very smart, intelligent woman. Looking back, does the class make sense? Yeah, it does. It comes together throughout the the course of the class. And so I, it starts to click, like, later on in the class, um, like, what it's all about. And I know you said that um, we should trust the process and get involved early. And I do... It, looking back, you wish you would have gotten involved yep. like, earlier and like participated more earlier. And um, yeah. I know, but everyone has to go through their own process. Yep. And Bullseye. I know that it, at least by the end of the class, I had I yep. had gotten engaged. And oh yeah. Uh, I think I think it turned out pretty well by the end. Oh, it turned oh it turned out awesome. You know, there's always a shifting point where something happens in the training, and uh, it might not even be specifically aware of what it was, but at some point a shift takes place where early on a lot of people resist it, they fight it because it's intense, it doesn't make sense, they have a lot of issues from their past, uh, self confidence issues, self esteem issues, but once they get beyond that, and all of a sudden the training takes over and they start getting into it more. Where do you think that shift took place for you? Well, there was that moment where I just felt like like the whole entire first half of the class was hard and I yeah. didn't believe in myself very much. And then I think yeah. at a certain moment I started to think, well, I guess it can't get like any worse than what's already <laughs> happening. So yeah. I thought, well, I may as well start like trying and, yeah. and believing in myself because since it can't get any worse, there's nothing to fear. Yeah. And yeah. so that, like and I shifted. It happened like halfway through for me. Yeah, and it started happening. Once you started, once you shifted your belief system, and this is the point I want the listeners to hear, once you changed your belief system and you started going in and dealing with what was going on in your head, you started talking yourself into getting involved. It can't be much worse. Uh, I'm here. Might as well get something out of it. Might as well go for it. It was that self-talk. You went in your head and challenged some of your old lies, some of your disbeliefs, and that was really where the real shift took place, right? Yeah, at the beginning of the well, I believe like at that shifting point, I told myself, well, maybe it's possible that all the things that I've been telling myself that they're just lies in my head, and that came like through your yep. coaching as well. And you you yep. talked a lot about like acting as if, like as if you can yep. do something, or as if like you yep. have confidence. So I just made like a slight shift, and then like I build upon it after like I after I had some successful experiences. So. Um, yep. The slight shift, like, and helped me build my confidence up so I could do better. Yeah, and isn't that what you do? Don't you pro you what program apps AI artificial intelligence? Isn't that correct? Yeah, I I run um artificial intelligence projects for my okay. clients. And you know, as you program, the what you program in is going to create an output, correct? 
Yes, that's true. And amazing, you laughed right there because you knew exactly my logic where I'm going with this. You chuckled a little bit at the end because you know exactly where I'm going with this. What you just said about what you did in class is what you do in your business. You change the coding. You change the programming. And what happened was you felt different about what you're doing. The output changed. Uh, that's really technically what happening. Is that, is that fair enough to say, to make that analogous? Yeah, it's analogous. You change the programming in your brain, so then it changes the output. Yep. Yeah. And that's what had happened. You know, you've been part of this, the culture out there where if you don't think like everybody else, if you don't agree with everybody else, then there's something wrong with you. And you've had times in the past where you've been put down, where you said you you know, had some ideas and people at the workplace didn't treat you well and kind of talked about you and treated you poorly. And you've had people in your life treat you poorly. And what we start doing from that is we start creating belief systems that we're not worthy, that we don't deserve this, that there must be something wrong with me, that maybe I did something wrong but that's what's different since class have you noticed that you've been challenging some of those things in your head have you noticed that difference in you since you got out of class yeah I feel like that's true you know like I can approach people in my life like whether I work with them or I'm friends with them or close with them you could tell like before I would go in with the mindset that these people know like what's best these people like are above me in some way but now I feel like the class taught me to think more that there's no reason these people are worth more than me like I'm worth just as much like if not even more than them like so my like another way to put it is my opinion is just as valid as theirs so I feel like that's helped my life a lot since the class well, it's huge. It's huge. And one thing you've noticed, too, is you got to be careful of the company you keep, right? You're only as good as the company you keep. And I think that was a big lesson from this weekend as well, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, whether that's, like, where you work or who you hang out with. Yep. Um, yep. It all, all affects your life overall. Yeah, and you had nine men in the class. It's tough. I mean, you're one woman, a young woman, nine men. Uh, so probably early on, they're a little awkward, uncomfortable, whatever the words are. But how do you feel about those nine men that you went through this class with? How close did you guys become? How do you feel about them? Yeah, we became very close by the end. It was, you know, we all shared, like, personal things about our lives, and we we really became a team by the end. So, yeah. You know, I felt it almost felt like a family by the end, and I really yeah. enjoyed all of them. Yeah, and they—you uh, were a big turning point for them. You, you, when you got on board, it was a huge shift in the class. And so, I want you to know this. Uh, I know your mom and dad are proud of you, but I want you to know I'm proud of you, Janelle. And uh, you're an intelligent woman. You're a beautiful young woman. You got a lot of future. So, thank you so much. And I look forward to what God's got for you and what we're going to do together. So, we're going to a hard break. God bless you, Janelle. We'll talk soon. Okay. Okay, thank you, Mr. Black. All right, you're welcome. Bye-bye. I am Black, and after these commercial messages, we'll be right back. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Three good words, right? Who doesn't need some inspiration? Something that's going to move you. Something that's going to give you hope. And education, when I say the word education, I don't mean the learning of mere figures and facts. That's what Einstein said. That's not what Einstein defined, defined education as. Einstein said education is the training of the mind to think. And this is what we don't do anymore. We don't critically think anymore. Uh, and we have one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate, and that is the brain. But in the time of the sheeple, in the time that American propaganda is on the equivalent of Joseph Goebbels uh, and what Nazi Germany did, I mean, it's stunning to think that America is becoming just like Russia, just like China. We persecute and prosecute our political opponents now. Our elections are in question. There's not free speech anymore. you got state-run media that's telling you what to think and banning any opposing views. I mean, uh, let, let's be honest, it's stunning. And so there's a lot of confusion. People don't know what's going on and people don't know who they are. And so that's why I really believe what we do at likeitmatters.net is more needed today than ever before. Whether you're 15 or 55, uh, 82 or 39, uh, we all got stuff from our past. Uh, and there's a mental health crisis going on. And right now, people break. You put a little pressure on them and they break. They don't have self-confidence. They don't have good bones. They haven't been uh raised up in the way a child should go they haven't don't have the structure of scriptural background they don't have the foundation and so when the walls shake and they will when life should get a 15 yard penalty for unnecessary roughness and it should when everything around us falls down what are you going to do you're supposed to pick yourself up dust yourself off and hit it again but if you don't have good bones if you haven't been trained up in the way that you should go, if you don't have a solid foundation in there, then when you get squeezed by life, what's going to come out of you is what's in you. And you know what the world's putting in you? Hatred, bitterness, poor you, victimhood, um, covetousness, jealousy, envy, greed, self-appreciation, self-fulfillment. And when you get squeezed by life, why do you think it's coming out? Why do you think people are killing their kids? Why do you think people are tossing people out of moving cars? Why do you think people are shoving each other into moving trains? Why do you think people are chopping each other up? Why do you think people are looking out at four in the morning for someone jogging so they can do bad things to them? Because stuff, 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 snap. And one thing I learned a long time ago, hurting people hurt people. But our next guest, and Mr. Black's going to tell you, that you don't have to. We all been victimized to a certain degree. We've all had some bad stuff happen to us. But you know, that doesn't mean you have to get bitter about it. What if? What if you reframed it? What if you got in the game? What if you got in the mental battle? What if you started doing some true therapy? What if you started challenging some of those lies in your head? What if instead of staying down and feeling sorry for yourself, you picked yourself up, you dusted yourself off, and you hit it again and again and again and again? And our next guest is a great example of that. So let's go to line number one and let's welcome Melissa to Like It Matters Radio. Hey, Melissa, how you doing? Hey, friend. Good. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm in the hands of God, just like you are. So, uh, <laughs> Melissa, oh, my gosh. you. So you and Chris, Chris, your husband, you guys, uh, we guys own a construction company. Where are you from? We do. Arizona. Okay. And what kind of construction do you guys do? 
So Chris is a general contractor. We do both commercial and residential. So home remodels, um, kitchen, bath, you name it, we can do it. Uh, we can awesome. do new builds. Yeah. So awesome. we do we do wow. everything. How do they get a hold of you if they want to, they're in the Arizona area and they want to get some building done? What? How would they reach you guys? So they, they can go to our um, Facebook page. They can go to, which is Shipley and Sons Construction. Awesome. Shipley and Sons and Construction. They, yep, Shipley and Sons Construction. So they can go there. Awesome. Um, they can go to our website, shipleyandsons.com. Uh, They can call me. They can call my husband. Yeah. Yeah. But they're open. And uh, you guys went through my training, what, about 12 years ago, right? It was uh, one of my first classes I think I did in Arizona, correct? Correct. Yeah. And uh, so when you went through class uh, and then who went first, you or Chris? I went first. Okay. Uh, And what did the training do for you back then? Oh, my gosh. It lit me up. It lit me up on fire where (laughs) I already am a passionate person. And so to light a passionate person is phenomenal. Um, You just go from one point to the other that really sparks something inside that speaks volumes. And I, I can't tell people enough how much this class means you go through this course you are going to the next level period the end yeah that's not going to be a doubt in my mind and i would love to send every human being to your course yeah (laughs) oh man everybody and like i joke you hear me say this in class you just staff you know i I go through it every three weeks i said that's how screwed up i am you guys only go through it one time but i'm so screwed up i have to go through it every three weeks because every time i take people through it and you know this now you go through it yourself uh you'd have to be numb you'd have to be disassociated to to take people mm-hmm. through that process uh, and, and and not go through it yourself. And so that was uh, 12 plus years ago. And then Chris went through pretty quick after you. Yes. Yep. Yep. It was, it was probably a month after that I went through that he went through. And uh, 12 years later, we still quote and talk and discuss the things that the tools that your course provided our family and i i instill that in my kids and the dynamic that we have at our home is huge uh we're open we're honest we're transparent um i i don't think that that's something that people typically are and we need more people like that so i think i think the 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 tools that you provide the openness that we are freely given that we take yep. advantage of uh, to identify with one another. Oh, it's huge. It's priceless, priceless. Yeah. And that was 12, 13 years ago, whatever. So then all of a sudden, you know, you got some stuff. We all have ups and downs. Life's an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys, has highs and has lows. And, you know, I'm on a lot of lows and I get a lot of highs. So it's life. It's people wonder why, why? Well, that's called life. It's called life. And so some things been going on in life. You've had a lot of stuff happen. So you've kind of felt a little bit run down. And so you reached out. How did you reconnect with us and what brought you to staff? Well, so I staffed for you a number of times, um, and I would say life got really busy, and I disconnected as far as, you know, busy schedule and couldn't commit, and um, I hate the word couldn't, right? 
powerless yeah. word. Amen. Um, Amen. But I, I genuinely could not commit during that time because I was so focused on, okay, my career and my family and my home and money. And there, there was just a lot of stuff. Um, and I finally said, you know what? I need this. I need to go back. I want to help people. I genuinely love people. And how how is it that I can help them by showing up? Mm. That's how. Yeah. Uh, and you are you're such a blessing. You're, she's a powerful woman. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, she yeah, you ain't gonna mess with uh, Melissa. Uh, she knows who she is. She knows <laughs> she knows who she is. But you know she's a human being, and so she has low points and high points. And there's some days mm-hmm. that she can ha- handle anything. And there's other days you wonder if you can handle anything, right? So I mean, at Agreed. least I'll share my personal experience. That's how I am. There are some days I'm a sniveling little baby, like why God poor me. And then it could be 15 minutes later, now I feel like. I'm the lion from the tribe of Judah and nothing's <laughs> changed except my mindset. So you got to tell me now. So you Correct. staffed, you gave, you gave of yourself this, that, that last week on team two thirty eight. you didn't sleep. Your diets are all thrown off. Everything we do to get in shape is off. So tell me, what did you gain? I know what you gave, but by giving of yourself to team two thirty eight, what did you gain? Melissa? Oh, more inspiration, more inspiration to reach out to people that, are like me, that are like you, that are like them. We we need to open up and talk more about our problems and work together to create um, a world of peace. And that's something that I strive for. Uh, the the biggest takeaway for me, um, I know it's like a total loaded question um, because I feel I feel like what I gained something huge that I can't describe unless you do it. So talking with the people that go and staff for you, I strongly recommend that. There is something about staffing that reconnects and re-energizes and reignites and gives that passion and that fire that you can only get from being an outsider looking in and watching these people break and be vulnerable is huge, huge. I wanted to hug everybody. I wanted yeah. to hug everybody so much. It's something <laughs> funny because I saw them breaking and yeah. it, it makes me feel compassionate and yeah. hurt and yeah. beautiful and loved. And there, there, there's so much going on. That's why I say it's a loaded question um, because yeah. there's so much going on. Oh, that beautiful. you can't, you, you you simply cannot be there unless you do it. Yeah, it's and what you said. The word that you said was so well was peace, and and that's what's really missing. People want no justice, no peace. No, there's no justice on this side of eternity, and we're going to talk about that. We're getting ready to go a hard break, and please stay connected because uh, afterwards we're going to talk about you know in this 12 years since you went through training from the emotional high, man, you've had a lot of lows. You've had a lot of people taken from you. Yeah. You've had a lot of pain, uh, and I want to talk about that the next segment about how you overcome and how do you pick yourself up continually dust yourself off and hit again so i am mr black today we're talking about being squeezed just like juice after the break we'll be right back this is scott black of like it matters as many of you know i have been helping people to be the best they were created to be 
COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And you have three more chances uh, while 2022 is still the record. Uh, October 13th, we have a class in Las Vegas. I got about six openings still there. Uh, November 10th through 12th, we will have a class in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, and then our last class of the year is in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, December 1 through 3. I can promise you anybody in that November, December class will have the best holiday season they've ever had or maybe uh, had in 20, 30 years. Because when you clean up the inside, uh, boy, the outside not only looks better, but it responds better, it interacts better, it connects better, it does a lot of things. And so today, uh, we have a friend of mine, a graduate who went through my training 12, uh, 13 years ago. She's staffed with me many times, but about last decade hasn't staffed much. And then she came back and staffed with me and uh, she's joining us on the radio day. So let's welcome back Melissa to Like It Matters Radio. Thanks again, Melissa. I know you got a busy life. Thanks for sharing it with my listeners. So uh, you've had a lot happen over the the last little few years. Uh, again, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, life took over. And tell us just uh, over the last you know ten years or so, you've had a lot of loss, a lot of ups and downs. Just share some of that with us, if you don't mind. So, Mr. Black, if you're okay, I shared with you and Mrs. Black um, an excerpt of my book. Oh, I would please. like to read that. Is that okay? Oh, please do. Oh, please do. What's the name of the book going to be? I don't know yet. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fair. I'm on chapter seven, book. and I do awesome, not have a awesome. title. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Go I want to. I want to call it the professional griever, but I'm not quite sure yet. <laughs> okay. So uh, here's an excerpt of my book that's coming out. Uh, growing up, while it may have been an obstacle of ups and downs, I remained a happy child through all the hell we endured. Sorry for the language. I have found that happiness is a personal decision, or perhaps it's a form of art. I'm still not sure that everyone has the ability to choose. Unaware of what my future would hold, I would find myself in this position of choosing light over darkness time and time again throughout my adult life. As fate would have it, God put even more trials and tribulations in my path that I would have to come face to face with. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I lost my brother-in-law in 2015 from diabetes-related complications. Then his wife, my sister, on Christmas Eve, 2017 from cancer i never imagined i would be subjected to celebrating christmas day with her youngest child my nephew my children our morning mom just hours after losing my sister but we pulled it off with pain love and hope in our hearts on my sister's deathbed she asked if 
my husband and I would be willing to raise her son. With honor, I accepted this responsibility, and my husband willingly supported my decision and made every effort to make her and my brother-in-law proud. While this, while this decision didn't come without its own additional obstacles, I wouldn't change this decision to this day. Ten months after losing my sister, I would receive a phone call that would forever alter, alter me to my core. My firstborn son had been killed in a tragic rollover car accident. I had yet another decision to make. Be taken by the darkness that follows the death of a child or shine brighter than ever before. I have become an expert at this point. God has prepared me for this very moment. Shine. Shine bright and lead by faith. Mm. Wow. Wow. And any one of those could just rip someone's soul out and question God and question why me and especially in the world we live in today. But each time you had to make and it wasn't a a one time decision. This was pain that you were enduring over months, over years. And so it was almost a daily decision, correct? To to choose light over darkness, the better over bitter, right? Correct. And, and, and to, to magnify that even more, uh, 11 months after my son died, my estranged father of 17 years re-entered my life. And my husband and I flew him down on a one-way ticket from Michigan to Arizona. And um, I took care of him. And that was very hard. He was a very abusive man. Um, but I wanted to show him what love looked like. I wanted to be that shining light in his world to show him what beauty looks like. And it's not something that not everybody unfortunately has, but it's a choice that they can make. And I choose that over and over and over and over again, all day long. Mm. I would rather be a shining star than somebody's dark and bitter loneliness. Yeah, no, well, and people are always watching, and uh, we talk about this in class that uh, just accept it that we all judge, and so everybody's judging us, right or wrong, good or bad. Move beyond the feelings or the opinions about it. That's what's going on. And remember, neuroassociative conditioning says that there's two driving forces in life. There's the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain, and so that's the same way we do with other people. We look at people and we say, "That's who I'd want to be like," or we look at people and say, "I'd never want to be that way." And today we live Absolutely. in a world of victimhood. Right. We live in a world of victimhood. We we got to keep a record wrong, a pound of flesh. And you saw that even with Janelle, who had come through, you know, she was on the radio before and the one woman we had in class and she had been beaten down by a former employees uh, treating her poorly. Uh, she was in a right. relationship with a man who who basically she didn't feel she had value. And so he treated her poorly. Uh, and then she's right. in a world that says, if you don't believe like we believe, then you're not good enough. Nobody likes you. And so processing all that, even though she's intelligent, she had to go inside and start. We had to show her start. You have to start making moment by moment choices to mm-hmm. identify the lie and replace it with the truth. And I think that's why right. you found the affinity with like it matters. Right. And empower you because Absolutely. that's what we, we live in that we teach that. And so that just went along with your core values is that you think how you fell in love with it a hundred percent i i know for a fact that your course led me to where i am today and it it simply guided me on a belief that i already had and trust me i'm a very 
transparent person, but this yep. made me even more transparent and even yep. more vulnerable to open up to other people. And I don't care what you think of me. I genuinely yep. don't <laughs> because yep. I'm confident enough in my world that yep. I can be broken and I can still help. And I love that about me and I'm okay with well, you, me. Well, you know why? Because you know who you are in, in God, in Christ. Because Christ says yep. you are more Amen. than a conqueror. Christ says that in your weakness, his strength is perfected. Christ says uh, that uh, that you're his masterpiece, that He you can do all things through him, that greater is he who's in you. See, those are, see, the greatest commandment in the Bible, people don't know this, is to remember. Deuteronomy 8 is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, to remember how I took you out in the desert for both those 40 years, how I fed you, how mm-hmm. I kept shoes on your feet, how you never were thirst. I mean, he just wants to remind us that's the Shema in Deuteronomy 6. We're, we're supposed to keep this in front of us all the times, and that's what you remembered. See, I believe God trusts some of us more than others. Uh, you know, I always go back to how is Jesus described, and you got to go to Isaiah 53, and Jesus is called a man of sorrows, familiar with pain. And you know what it's like to be a woman of sorrows, familiar with pain. Yeah. And j- just like Christ says, you 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 got to put it at the cross. You've got to forgive. You've got to trust that God, Romans 8, 28, right? God causes all things to work for the good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And Melissa, do you love God? I love God with all my heart. Yep. Psalm 34, yep. 18, the Lord is Amen. for the brokenhearted. Amen. Are you we called are according to yeah. Are you called according to his purpose? A hundred percent. Yeah. So see you have confidence in that and that's what's different. You know who you are and you've been through a lot of stuff and God told me uh, a, a decade ago, you know, said basically, let me know when you're ready to start using your pain to help other people, let me know when you're ready. And when yeah. I could make the conscious decision to say I am thankful for my pain because it's going to allow me to help 10 thousand others when i made that agreement with god everything changed uh and the same thing in your life you know that people are watching you you know that you're a conduit you know that people are going to either use a reason what you do as a reason get closer to god or further away from god you know that i do yeah amen you know we're ready to go conversation go ahead no, I was going to say, we're getting ready to go. I was going to give you a last, uh, another minute. Just say whatever you want to say before we get you off the radio. Go ahead. Okay. Um, you and I, we shared a conversation, and I explained to you with uh, my mother in the kitchen, and uh, this is after her daughter died, my sister, and my son died, and she stood in the kitchen, and she said, why us? Why our family? What did we do wrong? And my response back to her, without hesitation, was, why not us? What makes us any different? We're not. Amen. We're not any Amen. different than anyone else struggling. That's right. That's right. Amen. Let's and we can walk a mile in someone else's moccasins because we know it's like to hurt. So we gotta go, Melissa. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Okay. God bless. Talk right. soon. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future. Reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. 
And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.